Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for December 2nd, 2007. Continuing our study on uh, Lord Betraya, the likely candidate for the Antichrist, or one of the likely candidates. This is a list of frequently asked questions. Now, I poured over this stuff for a, I don't know how many hours this weekend. Uh and into this week. And I, I, I'm really n- purposely not covering a ton. Uh, I'm only trying to really hit the high points. I know this is a long study, but there's so much to cover. And there's so much relate that relates to the end time current events that we live in. But this is a list of the most frequently asked questions in the last 20 years answered by Benjamin Cream, his false prophet. So, one of the questions is, is how will we recognize the Christ? Okay, we've already talked about that how we're going to recognize him. Um, But he says here, he comes not as the head of the Christian, or any other church for that matter. It may be that the Orthodox Christian leaders will be among the last to recognize the Christ. He He is not the one and only Son of God. He's not the one and only... Now remember, the King James Bible refers to Jesus Christ as the only begotten Son you know, of the Father. So it makes that particular... Now all the other Bible verses do not call him the only begotten Son. So, actually he acknowledges a tiny bit of truth here, but then you're going to see he's going to twist that too. He said, Lord Maitreya is not the one and only Son of God, but the friend and elder brother of humanity. Now we're going to see what that means in a second here. But in essence... They're saying they're admitting that Maitreya is not the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Even though he's going to come as the Christ. See, if he came back as just Jesus Christ, how could he fulfill the bill on all these other religions who are expecting the fifth Buddha and the Krishna and Imam Mahandi or whatever? See, he's got to be able to fill all that. And if he came back purely as Jesus Christ, he couldn't fill all that. He's got to have much bigger shoes, in other words, than Jesus Christ from a demonic standpoint. And I thought this was insight that we really needed to know about. Because remember, my teaching that I did previously was on all the ascended masters. See, they're all going to have a role to play. There's going to be one that comes back and he's going to be called Master Jesus. Guess who he's going to be the head of? The pseudo-Christian church. This plays right into the whole dominionism thing, where they believe in dominionism, which is popular right now in the uh, lukewarm Christian movement within America and elsewhere, which they believe that they're going to bring back in the kingdom. They're going to take the kingdom violently by force, and we're going to bring it back in, and we're going to basically usher in the Christ. And we're going to do it through our own works. Oh, you might as well just throw out the whole book of Revelation if you believe that. And then there's others, you know, that ascribe to more of a pre-tribulation view, and then a post-tribulation view. But the dominionists, this is really going to fit in with their, and that's getting more and more popular. It's not the only belief system out there, but it's getting more and more popular. So, notice, Benjamin Cream says, he's not the one and only son of God, but the friend and elder brother of humanity. So he's, they're, they're actually referring to, um... Jesus, as the Son of God, of course, their Master Jesus is different. He's a, probably most likely a fallen angelic version, counterfeit. But they refer to Maitreya as the elder brother. 
Interesting. We're going to look at this a lot further. Here's another question. What will Maitreya's initial task be? In the first place, he will be concerned with inspiring humanity to create conditions in which world peace will be guaranteed. He will show... Remember, he's going to come back. The Bible talks about him coming back in Revelation 6.2, which I guess I should just read real quick, just so you, you have this. Remember, this is all about peace and love and brotherly, one big, you know, global group hug is what we're, what he's shooting for. But in Revelation 6.2, it says, well, let's just start at 6.1, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, the Lamb, essentially the Lord Jesus Christ, when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of the thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. But he had a bow, but it isn't talking about the bow having any arrows. He's going to come, and he's going to conquer, but he's going to do so through peace. Okay, he's going to initially come and do so through peace. Okay. So if we go further here, um, Maitreya will ensure a harmonizing of imbalance caused today by tremendous discrepancies in the living standards of developed and developing nations. His immediate proposal will be to launch a crash program of aid to save the starving millions in third world. We have the capabilities to do that right now, but it's all being withheld via the Illuminati. Okay, on purpose, because they're trying to depopulate the planet. They're trying to kill as many people as they can. Just go look at the Georgia Guidestones. Their agenda is to reduce world population to 500 million. And a lot of them, like Ted Turner, want to get it down to 250 to 350 million. Remember, Satan comes to kill, you know, destroy, steal, the whole nine yards. But supposedly this Lord Betray is going to be above that, and he's going to, you know, try to help all these people. Then over the next few years, the restructuring of society along more just lines will gradually form the new basis for civilization. He will inspire humanity to create the new world. His initial task is really one of reconstruction. Oh, yeah. Another question to Benjamin Cream. When Christ was here before, he went through a cycle of events and was crucified and killed. Now, they're in reference to Jesus Christ. What is to prevent that from happening again? Benjamin Cream responds, It is very difficult to crucify someone you cannot see. And Maitreya can appear and disappear at will. Now, we've already proven this. He's popped up out of nowhere. To all 6,000 people saw him do it in Nairobi, Kenya. He's got all these other churches that he's appeared to. Hundreds. You can go up on the site and see all these places he's appeared. And how many people he spoke to. And how, minutes he, how many minutes he spoke to them. He's already done this for years and years and years. He can dematerialize and materialize. You're going to have to get used to this line, signs, and wonder stuff. Don't let it get the best of you. Remember, your God, if you're a born-again Bible-believing Christian, created the universe. He's the one that makes the sun burn. The stars shine. The planets rotate. The solar system. How he creates, you know... Life in our bodies, air in our lungs, food for us to eat, water. What is all that compared to this, you know? So just maintain your perspective, is I guess all I'm trying to say. Benjamin Cream says that you could fire a cannon at him, Lord Maitreya, an 18-inch shell, and it would just bounce off him and fall to the ground. He created his own body, 
And if you can create your own body, you can keep it intact. He is invulnerable. Is that how you say that? Invulnerable? Meaning he can't be violated. You can't do anything to hurt this guy. You know? Um, Then question, will Christ have a long ministry compared to the three years Jesus had? Benjamin Cream, yes, the whole age of Aquarius, or 2,350 years. Now remember, all these are lies from the pit of hell. Another question, how can we be sure that he, the Christ, will not be rejected? Um, And then he goes on, he says some drivel, and then he says, there is no way out at all. This is what Benjamin Cream said, he said, there's no way out at all. The Christ comes with a set of proposals which entails a complete redirection of human thinking. Don't you think that's how the Antichrist is going to come? A whole redirection of human thinking and feeling. If we follow these, we will go forward. We can reject them. It's up to us. He said recently, quote, many will accept me, but not all. Nevertheless, my army of light will surely triumph. End of quote. Oh, no, it's not. You're going down, devil. You're going down. At Armageddon, you're going to be thrust... After that, you're going to be put in the lake of fire. Yeah, he's going to have it his way for seven years, basically. But ultimately, it's only going to be seven years. Question. Since he is the world teacher, does that mean he will be more involved in certain fields of human endeavor than others? Benjamin Cream responds. Many people, particularly Christians, see him as the head of the Christian church. Listen to this. Now, this is Benjamin Cream talking. Many people, particularly Christians, see him as the head of the Christian church. Now, remember, when they say Christians, they mean Catholics, too. Because there's no differentiation in that. But, in fact, this is not the case. Norma Trey is not going to be the head of the Christian church. The Master Jesus is the head of the Christian churches. He is one, again, we already talked about him, but he is one of the supposed ascended masters that I talked about in this other teaching. And guess who he looks like? Just like all these pictures we see of Jesus today. This real long-haired, hippie-looking Jesus. We don't know what, what Jesus Christ looked like in the flesh, but all of a sudden there's all these paintings and posters that primarily we get from the Catholic Church, like I'm going to trust them, of this real long-haired Jesus, which would be unbiblical, that we're conditioned. The Shroud of Turin looks just like him, and we've totally debunked the Shroud of Turin. That's all the more reason not to believe it. But guess who this Master Jesus is going to come back looking exactly like? All these pictures of Jesus that we see. Do you see how so much of what we're talking about today is going to be very, very much reality? I mean, that by itself is going to cause so many people to be floored. Because, and they're going to be deceived. Totally deceived just from that one point alone, thinking, oh, it's got to be him. It looks just like the pictures. Who cares? He's the master impersonator. He's the master counterfeiter. Benjamin Cream. The Master Jesus will be the head of the Christian church. The world teacher um, the world teacher is the stimulus behind a whole range of activities. Not only religion, he is much the stimulus behind scientific discoveries, educational concepts which are today emerging in men's minds, and as with religious matters. He will inaugurate the new world religion which will engage a large part of his energy. 
One of its major tasks will be synthesizing of humanity through the energy of the avatar of synthesis. Now, that's, a, that's an expression, Doug, you don't use enough of. That avatar of synthesis. We need to get, we need to get hip to this. So, sorry, a little humor. Synthesizing the humanity through the energy of the avatar of synthesis and the energies of Aquarius. And through the galvanizing, and through galvanizing the United Nations Assembly. Oh, is that the case? Bringing the whole world together and filling it with a sense of wholeness. That is the great and continuing task which we will spread over a good many years when we have set the world to rights. He will begin to inaugurate the new world religion. But see, he's going to be the head. But he's not going to be the individual heads of every little sect of every little religion. Even though he's going to come as whatever, I believe he's going to delegate these individual heads over these different religions to different ones of his ascended masters. And people could say, oh, no, no, those religions would never buy into it. Oh, yes, they will. They'll buy into it hook, line, and sinker. You know what's going to have to transpire for a lot of this to happen if you really think about this? There's going to have to be a lot of compromising of religious viewpoints done by all religions, not just Christians, but by Buddhists, by Hindus, and by... They may not think, well, this is the way that he was supposed to return, but you know what? There's going to be enough pressure. There's going to be enough lying signs and wonders. There's going to be enough impressive things going on where they're going to set aside a lot of what they preconceived notions are going to be, and they're going to accept it. Bottom line, that's how it's going to go down. So, why does Maitreya... Here's another question. Why does Maitreya appear differently to different people? Benjamin Cream. Almost weekly, Maitreya appears miraculously out of the blue at fundamentalist, orthodox religious meetings around the world. Now, again, he's setting the stage. Always in the form that a group can recognize. If they are Hindus, as the people of what Krishna would look like. If they are Jews, as their idea of the Messiah. If they are Muslims, as their idea of the prophet Imam Mahadi, or the Messiah. If Buddhists, their idea of Maitreya Buddha. See, he's the master chameleon. He can, he can appear however he wants to appear. We can change... No, he can change his appearance at will. He can be old or young, man or woman, fair or dark. He's the master deceiver. And they're admitting it. In this way, everyone can identify with him. He speaks to gatherings in their own language, and then he disappears. Now that would be pretty impressive, especially if you really weren't a Bible-believing Christian and you didn't know about any of this stuff, which is 99.9% of the planet. He appeared in this way in June of 1988, initially in Nairobi, Kenya, before 6,000 people who recognized him as Jesus Christ. The event, through photographs, was seen on CNN and BBC television and other... Now, there's tons of pictures of this. Tons of pictures of him appearing there in Nairobi. And remember, it was the Christian, this Christian evangelist, very, very popular, that announced his that announced that three days prior to Lord Maitreya making this appearance, that Jesus Christ would appear bodily in the flesh in a nearby village where he was preaching. And guess what happened? Lord Maitreya showed up three days later. And this Christian Pentecostal evangelist said it was Jesus Christ. He was way more accurate than Benjamin Cream ever was accurate. Because Benjamin Cream doesn't get it right when he predicts him. But this Christian 
Pentecostal evangelist got it right. Hmm. Wow. So let's go further. Question. If Maitreya appears before 600 or even more people at a meeting or a religious group in Britain as in Edinburgh, Edinburgh and York, why do we see nothing about it in the media? Evidently he appeared to 600 people at a in Britain, in Edinburgh and York. But we see nothing about it in the media because that's what a lot of people are going to say. Why? Okay, here's his response. Benjamin Cream. The people before whom he appears are in every case fundamentalist Christians of one persuasion or another. So in other words, some are Catholics, some are Baptists. They mention Baptists in here. Some are Presbyterians, some are Coptic Christians, some are Orthodox. He wants to get them all. The people before whom he appears in every case are fundamentalist Christians of one persuasion or another. Denominationally, they vary tremendously. But the consistent factor is that they are extremely dogmatic in their beliefs. Maitreya appears to them to, quote, soften them up. What a devil! He's admitting it! He's, he's coming there to soften them up, you know? These are the groups from whom, throughout the world, he expects the major opposition and rejection. You talk about playing your hand. I was amazed when I read this. Because they're in, he's openly admitting the agenda here. And when you look, if you go up on Sharon Ashley's website, and you look at all of his appearances since 1980, and there's hundreds, hundreds of these, increasingly what you will notice is that he is increasingly appearing to the Christian groups more than any other group. Again, if you were Satan, who would you focus on? The other ones you've already got. And most of the lukewarm Christians you've already got, even though they don't even know it. But even so, he wants to soften these groups up, and he wants to devote most of his time to them, because he expects the major opposition and rejection coming from those groups. But if he softens them up enough, that rejection will be minimal. And if he's got a guy like Rick Warren, and Bill Hybels, and Schuler and all these other apostate devils, pointing to him saying, this is Jesus Christ. This is the return of Jesus Christ. We're going to usher in the kingdom then he's got, he's got the support of all that. And, you know, Rick Warren is, is a confirmed member of the Council of Foreign Relations. He works with the United Nations. I mean, these guys are devils, plain and simple. So, if he appears as the world teacher, and they are expecting the teacher in their own terms, as the Christ, Maitreya, Buddha, Krishna, etc., with their very fixed views, they would be inclined to reject him. So he's got to go ahead, soften them up, so that a larger portion will accept him. The most important thing is the creation of healing waters, which is done first prior to wherever he goes. Always, 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 he mag supposedly, devil Maitreya, magnetizes the healing waters, and he does that before he goes to these places, always. When Maitreya has magnetized the waters, in due course, it might take a few weeks, he finds a group of fundamentalists in a town nearby and appears before them. He speaks to them in their own language, and many healings take place during this process. This is, his, this is how he does his, his, his deeds. This is how he deceives. It's kind of like we're getting a, a deep look into the inner workings of this. I'm surprised they would admit to this. They're not even trying to hide it. 
Remember, Satan was the most subtle beast of the field. He goes to them, he makes the healing waters, there's a whole bunch of healings that are done. And then what he does is, Benjamin Cream says, he does not say, quote, I am Maitreya, or I am the Christ, or I am Imam Mahadi. He just appears, out of the blue, out of nowhere, in a form that they will recognize. So he comes, if you think he should look like Jesus, he's going to come looking just like that picture of the wall of Jesus. Oh, it's Jesus. Look, he magnetized the water. He gave me an Ovaltine secret decoder ring. I mean, I, what more could we want? Hey, Agnes got healed of a rheumatism. I mean, come on. He's giving out free chili cheese dogs on the corner. He's feeding everybody. I, you know, I, I know I'm being crazy here, but I, I, it's hard for me not to be sarcastic about this because this guy is a devil. And he's, and he's showing us how he's being a devil right here. So he, he just, he doesn't come and say anything. He just appears out of the blue, and he appears in the form, whatever that particular religious fundamental denomination would expect their Messiah to appear like. That's how he does it. As he did on Nairobi, Kenya, on June 11, 1988. So Maitreya leaves it to the groups in the thought form in which he says appear to them to recognize him or not. Some of them will say, quote, beware, it could be the Antichrist before the Christ comes. Well, if they were reading their Bible, they would know that, that Jesus said, many will come, saying, you know, he is here, he is there. Many false Christs will arise. But Jesus Christ warns us, don't, don't believe them. Don't do that. If they were reading their Bible at all, they would know that. But this is why it's so important to be like Bereans. To study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. 2 Timothy 2.15 So, but we're, we're not doing that in the majority of Christianity. They're, they're not doing that at all. They're not even going by the Bible hardly anymore. So, even Cream says, beware... Many will say, it could be the Antichrist, before Christ comes, the Antichrist is coming. That is why they do not speak out. And if they do not speak, the media then does not speak. Occasionally at these meetings, there have been representatives of religious newspapers who do not write about it. Why not? I think they do not know what to do with this information. It is too hot. So, you know... That's their kind of their motivation, at least as far as what Benjamin Cream is saying. Now, either Benjamin Cream says either they believe it is the Christ or they believe it is the Antichrist. Well, I, I think that, that at least we're getting a tiny bit of honesty here. That's probably what most people would think you'd think. Now, remember something. Remember the devil, Satan, his minions, his army, and Lord Maitreya is relying on lukewarm Christians he appears to to be totally ignorant of the Bible and the scriptures. He's relying on you. If you're, if you're listening to me, I don't need to degrade anybody, but I'm just saying, he's relying on the lukewarm masses in order, and in, in relying on the fact that they don't know their Bible. He is relying on making his appearance to a totally dumbed down, lukewarm church like that's described in Revelation chapter 3 of the Laodicean church that's neither hot nor cold, but lukewarm, and, they, and they're blind, weak, 
wretched, naked, yet they think they're in need of nothing. We're delivered to do these abominations, they'll say. That's what he's relying on, and that's that's what he's going to get for the most part. You know, if you if, if this guy if this devil appeared at, at uh, Smiley Joe Olstein's church, you know, maybe they could do like a tag team sermon or something. I don't know. Benny Hinn has predicted falsely, I think, because he gave a specific time frame that Jesus Christ would appear with him bodily on stage. He's predicted that. Now, evidently, Benny don't know his Bible too well either. Now, he said some things that. So unbiblical, it's not even funny. These guys don't even know the Bible. They really don't. It's pathetic. So, Benjamin Cream says either they believe it is the Christ, or they believe it's the Antichrist. Or they are mystified because he has not said who he is. Because, remember, he says, I don't come saying I'm the Christ, or whatever. He basically leaves that up to them to make up their own mind about it. And, and you know, you, you got a guy who comes, he's, he's magnetizing the water, he's... He, spontaneous healings are occurring. He's appearing exactly like the people have their preconceived notions. He should appear as the Messiah. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna buy this hook, line, and sinker for the most part. Benjamin Cream says perhaps eighty percent of the people believe they had an experience of the Christ or the Mahadi or the Messiah, whoever they think he should be, and they are perfectly content to accept that and just wait for something more to happen in connection with it. That must do something to their awareness, even if they do not talk about it, except among themselves. When eventually they see Maitreya on television, they will say, That's the one who appeared to us! What have I just described? Preconditionally deceived people. They're preconditionally sold on this product. They're already sold. They're preconditioned. They're ready. They're waiting. Just a matter of time. So, when, um, when they see Matray on television, they'll say, that's the one who appeared to us. Perhaps he is alright after all. Perhaps he is not the Antichrist. Doug got, brought up a good point that I, I did want to mention. And that's the fact that the ones within Christendom who are the most likely to fall for this are the ones that have already totally put their trust in lines, signs, and wonders the Benny Hinn crowd, the hyper-charismatic and Pentecostals, and I don't mean to single them out, but this is just the fact. You know, they're the ones that rely on all this stuff. They're the ones that are really going to go in hook, line, and sinker. The charismatic Catholics, the, the, the Catholics are no different because they're into all the Marian apparitions. And you're going to see that oh, good old Lord Betraya here, Lord Betraya, he is taking credit for every single thing. Everything. He's taking credit for the Marian apparitions. He's taking credit for these crosses of light. He's taking credit for everything. You know, so we're going we're gonna to take a much more extensive look, probably not this week, but next week, into that, because I'm not even near through this information. So, uh, if we go further, the appearance in Nairobi, when he appeared in Nairobi, Kenya, uh, Betraya, was reported and photographed because the editor of the Swahili edition of the Kenya Times was present and wrote it up. It was picked up by various media and was a two-day wonder around the world. The media in general, as ordinary men and women, are deeply, profoundly skeptical and professionally not only skeptical, but cynical in the extreme. 
Okay, so then the next question. How are we to know for certain that Laura Maitreya is not the false Christ? Oh, I'm sure we're going to get a, a straight answer from the devil. Benjamin Cream says, There is not only one false Christ. There are several well-known who believe themselves or who are to be or who are believed by their followers to be the Christ. Well, I won't argue with that. Unfortunately, he's representing one of them. Then he says, And from my personal experience alone, I know of scores of deluded people who are convinced that they are the Christ. True. And he's just one, you know, like I said. Discrimination and spiritual recognition are the key. I suggest that on the day of declaration, by the overshadowing and telepathic rapport, which Lord Maitreya will establish... All, with all humanity simultaneously, you will have no, doubt, no doubts about his true status. A tree is known by its fruits. Oh, isn't that ironic that he'd bring that up? And by its love and wisdom and spiritual potency and work for humanity that you will recognize Maitreya and know for who and what he is. <laughs> he's, a good, he's a pretty slick devil though, isn't he? This Benjamin Cream guy? Another question. Will the United Nations be the governing body of the world? Will there be another organization, and will Maitreya head up this organization? Benjamin Cream, there are no plans for a one-world government. <laughs> what a lie from the pit of hell. Oh man, unbelievable. Then he says, the UN will become, as it is now to some extent, a debating chamber to air and settle international problems. Right. That's why the United Nations logo is a globe, and around the globe is a wreath. That was the wreath that was given in the first Olympics that were ever held, and the wreath was given to the person that had conquered the event, or gotten first place. When you see the wreath around the globe, that tells you that the United Nations uh, goal, and this is, their, this is their symbol, the United Nations goal is essentially to conquer the world. Okay, so this is just lies. So all you're going to get is lies. And then he says, no other organization is planned. Right, like, like you're going to get a, a, a straight answer. And then he says, Maitreya will not head up any organization. <laughs> but will act only in his capacity as world teacher. That's a lie. Okay, so it, my, my daughter Taylor's still laughing over the whole chili cheese dog remark. She's in the giggle mode, so I had to take a little break there for a second. Um, so anyway, he says, Maitreya will not head up any organization, but will act only as capacity as a world teacher. That's, you know, lies from the father of lies, you know, the devil. And then another question. How do we know your Christ is who he says he is? Or how do we know he is not someone who is trying to obtain some form of powerful position in the world with the purpose of world domination? <laughs> like you're going to get a straight answer. Benjamin Cream. This is a question often put to me by fundamentalist Christians. Doesn't it seem like we're, we're emphasizing a lot on the fundamentalist Christian angle here? Doesn't it seem like that's what Benjamin Cream is most concerned about and Lord Betraya? So he says, a tree is known by its fruit. Uh, here we go again with this. Yeah, it is. And Jesus says, you will know them by their fruit. And you can just know that all the stuff that I've said, which is totally anti-biblical, we know that this is one corrupt, rotten fruit tree that we're dealing with here. Okay? Then he says, a tree is known by its fruit. And the Christ must be known by his words, his deeds, and above all, his energy. Mm. If one man could achieve world domination... 
which in today's world I very much doubt. Oh, I'm so glad we got his opinion on that. Then it could be, then it could only be someone of the stature of the Christ. The fundamentalists, of course, are afraid that Maitreya might be the Antichrist, which is a fallacy. I have dealt with many times here and everywhere else. On the day of declaration, I submit everyone, even the fundamentalists, will know through the overshadowing of the minds of all humanity a Pentecostal experience for all. That Maitreya is the Christ. Oh, it's going to be Pentecostal, all right. Lying signs and wonders. Okay, but see, the true Pentecost, when, you know, after Jesus died, and the apostles were waiting for him, you know, for the Holy Spirit to basically come back in the upper room, that was a true thing. But this is going to be like the counterfeit version, except it's going to take place on a worldwide scale. Telling you, it's coming. It's coming. Whether it's Lord Maitreya, or whether it's some other devil. This is going to be coming in one way, shape, or form. And it's going to affect all of us. So, you know, the Bible clearly predicts it. Question. Which one of the world's major religions, if any, do you expect will disappear first? Once Maitreya begins to work openly. Well, if he was being true, obviously he would say, well, our goal as Luciferian Satanists is to wipe out any, any remnant of Christianity worldwide. If he, was being on, if he was being an honest devil. But no, we're going to get the soft, soap, watered-down version. Benjamin Cream says, Oh, none of these religions will be wiped out. It is not Maitreya's task to, to stimulate the destruction of any major religions. Quite the contrary. His main work in the first place will be to stimulate economic, political, and social change. If you were going to come back as the Antichrist, isn't this what you would say? You're not going to come back in a threatening way. Yes, I'm going to eradicate every single person on the planet who does not go along with me and does not receive my mark in their right hand or their forehead wherewith they will be able to buy or sell. He's not, that's not how he's going to come at the beginning. He's become very subtly. And then it says, when he does eventually inaugurate, inaugurate the new world religion, it's saying right here now, he's all of a sudden, he says, oh no, he's not going to, do this, but then it says, when he does eventually inaugurate, inaugurate the new world religion, based on initiation, based on initiation, its adherents will be drawn, as is already the case, from all religions. Let me read that again. He's speaking on the two sides of his mouth, because Cream first says, it is not Maitreya's task to stimulate the destruction of any major religion. Oh, quite the contrary. His main work in the first place, will be to stimulate economic, political, and social change. But, when he does eventually inaugurate the new world religion, oh, hold on, I just thought, thought he wasn't going to destroy anything. He, but now he's saying he's going to have the new world religion. The new world religion based on initiation. Well, what does that mean, I wonder? The Luciferic initiation that's commonly referred to by people in high-level occult. And those who will not take this initiation, the mark of the beast, are going to be eliminated. They're going to be beheaded. They're going to be whatever. Okay? So this is the initiation he's in reference to. Its adherents will be drawn, as is already the case, from all religions. That's why it's going to be the one-world religion. Question, could you explain the relationship between the disciple Jesus and the Christ? Oh, you're going to really love this one. 
You're going to really love this one. This whole teaching pretty much will get the old blood boiling. Let me read that question again. Could you explain the relationship between the disciple Jesus and the Christ? Oh, Jesus is the, the disciple of Lord Maitreya? Benjamin Green, the disciple Jesus, who is now the master Jesus, who well, evidently he attained a better rank, was born in Palestine as a third degree initiate. The five major initiations which take one to a take one to liberation have their symbolic enactment in the life of Jesus. That is what the gospel story is really about. It is a very ancient story and has been presented to mankind again and again in different forms long before the time of Jesus. Well, huh, I wonder where we just heard that lately on that whole Zeitgeist video, that whole Zeitgeist movie thing where the first 37 minutes is totally devoted to basically trashing in as much as possible the Lord Jesus Christ and the Bible and casting doubt on the fact that He ever even existed. And the fact that all he is is repackaged, um, he's a repackaged uh, a version of Horus or Tammuz, the sun god. Instead of the sun god, he's the son of God. Uh, again, we did, we did a whole teaching on this, so, so please, if you want to listen to that zeitgeist teaching, that will explain to you what he's getting at to here. And then it says about this Master Jesus, he was and still is a disciple of the Christ and made the great sacrifice of giving up his body for the use of the Christ. By the occult process, the occult process of overshadowing the Christ, Lord Betraya took over and worked through the body of Jesus from baptism onward. You blasphemous, stinking devil. May the Lord Jesus Christ rain down his fury on all these lying deceivers. This is why I say pray Psalm 64. Because these devils are deceiving the masses, and they're taking massive amounts of people to hell. If it be possible, I pray their souls be saved. But there's no, there, you know, there comes a point of no return for everybody, and these are just devils in the flesh. Okay. Do you hear what he just said? By the occult process of overshadowing this Lord Betraya, he overshadowed. This Jesus Christ while he was on earth. And he took over and worked through the body of Jesus. In other words, he possessed him from Jesus' baptism by John the Baptist onward. When his three and a half year. That's how he takes credit for this. Oh man, I mean, you, you talk about blasphemy. He couldn't even let the master Jesus take... No, he, even, he had to take credit for that too. He had to take credit for everything. And then, it says in Master Jesus' next incarnation, as Apollonius of Tyrana, oh, I didn't know that, Jesus became a master. He now lives in a Syrian body, which is some 600 years old. He has his base in Rome. He has, in the last 2,000 years, worked in the closest relation to Betraya, saving his time and energy where possible. He has special work to do with the Christian churches. He is one of the masters who will very shortly return to the outer work in the world, taking over the throne of St. Peter in Rome. Oh me, I just wonder. I wonder, I wonder. Is he going to be the false prophet? 
this master Jesus who's going to take over Rome, which is going to be the head of the one world religion that all the other religions are going to come over. He's going to look just like the long hair hippie Jesus that we see in all the pictures. Who better? Who better? I'm, I'm not saying it's the case, but it says right now, it says he's going to be the guy. Now, think about it. We know that the one world religion is most likely going to come underneath the Roman Catholic whore. It's going to become the whore of, of, uh, that rides the beast in Revelation. A mere pope, I don't believe, could fulfill that. Okay, so, it's just, it's ironic here that they're saying that this, and I, like I said, who better than, you know, whether that's the way it plays out or not, I can't be dogmatic, but this is what the devils at the very top are telling us. Taking over the throne of St. Peter in Rome, and this Master Jesus will seek to transform the Christian churches insofar as they are flexible enough to respond correctly to the new reality which the return of Christ and the Masters will create. Whoa! I mean, this is like an absolute total glimpse into the future. And really, absolute and total biblical confirmation we're seeing here. So, see, we've got to be flexible. I kind of swore the Bible said, Seek ye the old past, wherein is wisdom. And the Bible's pretty straight and clear on, and pretty, a very, very rigid black and white book. But see, all of a sudden now, I guess we're going to have to get flexible. And so that we can correctly respond to the new reality which the return of Christ and the ascended masters will create. Isn't that amazing? And then he says, I'm afraid that the churches have gone very far away from the religion which the Christ inaugurated, which is to do with sharing, with love, with brotherhood, with right relationship. But this mono theistic institution has grown up in the name of that simple man and transformed his simple teaching into, well, you know what has been taught. You know, like I said, what would really be great is, is if the Lord would um, judge these people. Like he judged um, Ananias and Sapphira. Was that one king in the New, in the, uh, New Testament who was ate up with worms right on the throne? That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of the Lord Jesus Christ doing, as it talks about in Psalm 64. This is the battle we're in. And you can say, oh, I just don't want to deal with it. I just can't. You know? And I mean, it's going to be reality for us very soon. And we're going to have to deal with it one way or another. Might as well be prepared. Question, if Maitreya can divide his consciousness into thousands of separate areas of attention. Is he indeed present at the moment of consecration in the Roman Catholic and Anglican masses? Man, I tell you, this, this Q&A session was so unbelievable to me. Because I had never really read through this in depth. Listen to that again. If Maitreya can divide his consciousness into thousands of separate areas of attention, which is a lie, because the devil can only be in one place at one time. He wants to be omniscient, he wants to be omnipresent, he wants to be omnipotent, which is all-powerful, but he can't be. He's limited by his spirit body, whereas Jesus Christ is not. He can be everywhere. But he says, if Maitreya can divide his consciousness into thousands of separate areas of attention... Is he indeed present at the moment of consecration in the Roman Catholic and Anglican masses? 
And does his blessing remain on the consecrated host? The consecrated communion host. We've talked about this in recent weeks. Which is reverend in the Roman Catholic churches. Or since the Master Jesus is in charge of the Christian religion, is it rather just his presence in this ritual? Now, the Roman Catholics believe that via the process of transubstantiation that the actual priest has the power to change the Catholic, com the Catholic communion host death cookie into the actual body of Jesus Christ and the wine is actually transformed into the literal blood. So I'm talking literal body and literal blood. That way, the Catholics believe they can crucify the Son of God afresh every time they take the communion host. This is why they have Christ up on the cross still. Because they're constantly wanting to crucify the Son of God afresh. It's not, it's not enough for Him to say it is finished. It's over. They've got to keep re-crucifying Him and keep working their way to heaven through their seven sacraments and all the other various and sundry things they do. So, Benjamin Cream's answered. It is always... He said, it is always the energy and blessing of Lord Maitreya which consecrates the host at this ritual. He's, he's thinking, taking credit for everything. Everything, this guy. This devil. Then Benjamin Creed goes on to say that this, meaning the, the whole Catholic communion host abomination... This is the most valid and authentic part of the Christian church service. I've done, I've done teachings on this. If you want to go hear them, click into some of the uh, Catholic teachings I've got. He says this is the most authentic part of the Christian church service. Of course, the wafer and wine are not turned into the body and blood of Christ. But hold on, that's not what the Catholics say. He's just whitewashing it a little bit. This is a symbolic act in memory of him. The energy transmission, however, is real indeed. Oh, I guarantee you, you go to the Catholic Church and you, and you partake of this Mass and you eat that, that host or drink any of that wine, oh, I guarantee you there's an energy exchange that will take place. It's called being incrementally demon-possessed. And the longer you stay in these demon-possessed religions, the harder it is to get out. Because the longer you stay in it, the more demon-possessed you get. Or demon-oppressed, or whatever. That's why very few, few people, the order they get, can get saved. Because they become more and more demonically oppressed, possessed. And it's harder and harder for them to get saved. Pretty heavy stuff we're talking about here. Then another question. Is Maitreya without sin? Was he born of a virgin? Benjamin Crean. Now remember, we've established that Matre is different from supposedly the Master Jesus. Benjamin Cream says, Matreya is totally perfected in a planetary sense. Even in a systemic sense, he is without that sense of separation, which we call sin. So he's, he, he has transcended good or evil. He's, he's above those menial things. 
And then number two, was he born of a virgin? No, he was a resurrected and ascended master. In his present manifestation, in the modern world, in the city of London, he is in a self-created body called a Maya Vrupa. Ooh, that's a mouthful. Question, will his journeys be similar in style to those of the present Pope? Will he be more or less accessible? Benjamin Cream, the sheer logistics and technical problems make that a difficult question to answer. I would think that his tours would be similar to the Pope's, but naturally on a far larger scale. The Pope attracts mainly Roman Catholics and others interested in the people, but the Christ will attract the attention of millions, even billions of people of all faiths and of those that have no religious background at all. I am sure that he will attempt to make himself even more accessible than the Pope does today. One difference will be that the, with Maitreya, there's, there's no danger of assassination. He, and, he is and will be invulnerable. That is one danger and worry which will not engage the minds of the governments whose work, whose work it will probably be to organize his tours. For him personally, it will be a gigantic task. And the, the next page I go to, I actually have the actual printout, which I don't think I can even email this anymore. I don't know if this is up on um, Eastwood's site or not. But it's the actual printout of the Sharon National Magazine, where it's on the first page, and it says, Sharon National is published monthly, except bi-monthly in January and February, August, July and August of each year, by Share International Foundation, which is a non-profit, non-governmental organization in association with the Department of Public Information at the United Nations. This is right off their, their thing. Editors of the Benjamin Cream of London. So, unfortunately, they took this off the website a long time ago. I'm going to go ahead and end there, um, which would be the end of part three.